The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Trust the process? Do you respect the process? Welcome in to another edition of Process in the Process. I am your host, Brian Finch, along with Ryan Hope Bailey. Ryan, how you doing? Good. Go Bills. Go Bills. Uh, yeah. Go Bills indeed, man. I don't even know how to I don't even know how to address the feelings, the emotions, the the vibe, the everything. We 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 the reason we do this podcast is because we're used to our team sucking. And, right, and we want to be good, so we always look like, all right, well, who's who can we get in the draft? The future's now, you know. We we, we draft in in April and sign free agents in March, and yeah, then we'll rebuild and we'd be good. And they did that. So what now? We we stopped doing the podcast or what? I I think so, pretty much. All right. Well, uh, good night, everybody. See you later. <laughs> No, I I want every team to be good, as good as they can be, at least. True. You see, uh, Colin Cowherd said they should delay the AFC Championship game until Patrick Mahomes is healthy enough to play. I did see that. He doesn't believe that. He just said it. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's one of a kind. That guy. We will not be looking to be the next Colin Cowherds. We guarantee it. It's not right. a shtick. It's not our thing. We're real. All all of our thoughts, all of our expressions, all of our information is genuine. It's it's how we actually feel. I legitimately want thirty two representations around our fan base. You know, people that listen to us uh, to represent these teams and and let us know like what you what you're thinking and and what what your vibes and. I, I want to see you guys have as much fun as me and Ryan are having right now. Like, honestly, because who better to put themselves in your shoes than Bills fans? Bill, Bills fans know what it's like, man. We know how it feels, how desperate it is to have your teeth kicked in for 20 years by an amazing one of a time, you know, one once in a generation quarterback in Tom Brady. You know what I mean? So, Which is what makes this run so special. Because exactly. we sat through the 17 years and the pain. Yeah. Brutal. Brutal, brutal, brutal. And the EJ Manuel days. <laughs> Kyle Orton. Thaddeus Lewis. Mm-hmm. Nathan S. Peterman. Don't even say it. Don't even say it. Because that's actually kind of recent still. Jeff Tool Time Tool. He almost took down the Chiefs. Okay, okay. He did. He almost took down the Chiefs. Fitzpatrick did take down the Chiefs back in, I think it was 2011. We blew him out 42 to 10 in like the first week. Yeah, it was awesome. Um, Okay, first things first, like we always do with the show, besides 
talking about our bills is uh breaking news. First, Ryan, let's break down the sad, sad news of the situation with the NFL combine. Yeah. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah. But this is the new world we live in. Yes, this is a new normal. Um, Zooms, um, face masks, swabs. Yeah. yeah, so pretty much the combine um, is no more this year in Indy. It's good. well, it, no, they're just doing like pro days, and they're going to do interviews via Zoom, the psychological tests, all that um, electronically, all this different stuff, and pretty much the entertainment aspect of it is is no more this year. All right. The Underwear Olympics is on, on hiatus because I believe yes. along with the National Combine and Indy, I believe all regional combines will probably be canceled as well. And it'll be up no to... No more Teron Johnson getting absolutely destroyed by a ball in the gauntlet drill. <laughs> uh, his reaction to that was great. I'm a gif. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only way you can react, right? When you have such an amazing moment like that. Tyrannosaurus Rex. Yep. Um, so, yes, like Ryan said, they're going to do things different. Uh, so no national combines, no regional combines. Everything will be handled by the schools during their pro days. And Senior Bowl still on. East-West Shrine game still on. That's so Bonta Smith confirmed right. to the Senior Bowl. Yes. And a, that that doesn't happen often. These big superstar guys usually do not go to the, or do not go to the Senior Bowl. And um, he confirmed. So man on a mission. That dude is is trying to be the first wide receiver off the board. And if he shows out at the Senior Bowl, he will be before Jamar Smith, uh, Jamar Chase. Probably, probably. Uh, Just smart see. since there's no combine. So right. Go go to the next best thing. That's right. Uh, so along with that news, so Devonte Smith is increasing his value. Uh, one wide receiver has completely decreased his value. Chris Olave has opted to go back to school, back to Ohio State. As a Michigan fan, I say, "Boo! No, you're really good. Go go to the pros." Yep. Uh, so he's coming back. Uh, but his quarterback, Justin Fields, he declared. So, um, I don't think he's doing any senior bowl stuff or anything like that. So he'll just get ready for his pro day as he should take care of his body. Obviously he's probably still not feeling a hundred percent after taking that hit a few weeks ago. Like legitimately, I thought about that and I was like, man, he, he's probably still like, kind of like wakes up in the morning and goes, grabs his liver kidney or whatever and goes, got that bruise still. Um, who else? Who else? Do we have anyone else that we need to cover that has decided to opt in or opt out? I don't think anyone big. N- nothing that's uh, earth shattering, at least, right? No, I don't think so. Okay. So the format for the next few weeks will be talking about the start of the draft and working our way up. So for today, we're going to do the first two teams 
the Jacksonville Jaguars and the New York Jets. And we're just going to talk about, this is something that we've been doing on um, Two Point Conversation on the Tuesday show with our friend Matt Johnson, that we're talking about everything that these teams are looking at. What do they need, you know, coaching-wise, GM-wise, position-wise? What's their um, salary cap situation? What's their draft pick situation? All of it. I mean, that, that's the best way to get a handle on what's, what's going to happen here, um, you know, in the next, say, I don't know, in, in five weeks from now, give or take. Right. Um, yeah. Um, who are we starting with? Number one. We'll start with Jacksonville. You got to, right? Yeah. So, um, for team needs, can we just say everything? Yeah. Fair. Except for running back and wide receiver, probably. Fair. Um, I think they know who they're taking at one. Would you agree? <laughs> they're going to play coy. They're going to be a little coy about it. They're um, going to take every last 10, 10 minute off of that draft clock. Yeah. And it's going to be the most frustrating thing. Yeah. So first things first, they got rid of Doug Marone and they yes. have brought in Urban Meyer. Yes. So Urban Meyer is currently assembling his staff. I've seen they hired a GM today. Tonight. They hired a GM today. Yep. Let me find it here. Entertain the masses. Sure. Uh, Urban Meyer is assembling. It was a hire his... within. Okay. Uh, I saw Raheem Morris. Trent is... Balky. Okay. I know Trent Balky. Trent Bal- Balaki. <laughs> oh, spell it. Because I don't think that's the name. B A A L K E. I like Balake. I think that's the guy I was thinking of. Anyway, uh, director of player personnel. Okay, has moved up. Good, 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 good. Um, so, what do we know about Urban Meyer? Well, <clears throat> when he was coaching Ohio State and or Florida, and or Utah, he put an offense on the field that I actually think is kind of relevant in today's game. Don't think um, necessarily Cliff Kingsbury in Arizona. Think more, think more of the Carolina with Cam Newton when they were cooking. Uh, What, what, I don't know what he calls his offense, but what I always called it was they're a power spread yeah it's a lot of spread formations so it looks very college it looks very simplified and easy reads you know half field reads stuff like that but more than anything man it sets up the run game and if he can get a good offensive line together there in jacksonville that's what he's going to look to do he's going to look to grind you down because ohio state is as good as they can get it wide out and as you know, athletic and um, explosive as as it can be at quarterback, their running backs is what drives that team. When when they're cooking, when they're humming, it's the running backs that are, are pounding the ball and really establishing their whole identity on offense. So I, I would think that that's what he's going to look to do in the NFL. Good news is, as Ryan already alluded to, they're set there. The running back they have. Um, there's some pieces on the offensive line. I think we both can agree that at left tackle and right tackle, they're all right. And then uh, it's probably the two guards in center that are a little eh 
and obviously quarterback being yep. the biggest, the absolute biggest. Yeah, I mean, makes sense with the spread offense. You think you got guys out wide, get as many people out of the box as possible, opens up the run game. So, yeah. Um, and James Robinson would be perfect for that. He's a, um, in between the tackles runner, hard runner, north south guy. So it yep. makes sense. Yep. All right. Let's look at. So I guess the the big thing is we know Trevor Lawrence is going to be a Jag. Yeah. It's figuring out the rest after that. <laughs> Um, so we talked about it. Wide receivers, they're set. Running back, they're set. They will be set at quarterback. I still think they need one more weapon, Brian. I think it's. It, I think they need a tight end. Okay. Is Tyler Eifert that guy? No. Don't think so. No. No. Don't think so. Um, some of the free agent names we're looking at: Hunter Henry, Johnu Smith. Um, uh, Robert Tunyon. So those are some options in the free agent pool. You, we, we know of the top th- top three, top four in college, Brevin Jordan, Kyle Pitts. I don't think Kyle Pitts will be there with their second first-round pick. I believe that is pick number 25. Um, so, yeah, what are you thinking? Do you think tight end would be the next bet, tackle, or just fix that defense in general? I would think they'd lean defense. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I was wondering, um, I was looking at the, at the free agents. Um, trying uh, to at, at corner? Yeah, because they're going to have to figure out if they – if they want to be competitive next year, they are going to have to desperately um, and quickly address that secondary because it is wicked bad. Yeah. Yeah. Which so, is crazy. I mean, what what a turnover from 2017. Mm-hmm. You know, Jalen Ramsey, A.J. Boye, guys like that. It's crazy. So the biggest name is Patrick Peterson. Hard to imagine him moving away from Arizona and Arizona not bringing him back, but – this might be his last big payday. This this will be his last chance at a big contract. And Jacksonville has a ton of cap space. 80 plus million. Yeah. So let's say they do that. If they do that in free agency, then in the second round after taking Trevor Lawrence, does this sway you more then? Because they do pick I, 25 as well. Because there's no cornerback in the second round that I think they'll, they'll, they'll be in position to take. Like, obviously, they can't. you can always take a position, but I don't think the value will be there at cornerback in the second round. Well, let's see. In the second round, you're probably looking at – so let's see here. Okay. So Patrick Sertan, Caleb Farley, J.C. Horn, those are probably the guys that are locked in to the first round. Yep. And then you're probably looking at guys, you know, Eric Stokes, Sante Samuel, Sean Wade, Paulson Adebo. Those are probably the next few names there. Um, but they they do pick at 25 as well. Oh, that's true. Maybe maybe a J.C. Horn slips there. Um, if not, maybe there's a linebacker there you like. Because I so the way I look at it is in the in on the defense. 
I like the pieces they have on the defensive line. You're looking at Caleb on Chazon, Josh Allen, mm-hmm. and then in the middle there is where you're getting a little iffy. Miles, Jack. right now the starters are Daniel Aquale, Doug Coston, and then Taven Bryan as a rotational guy. It's and then D tackle class, man. Yeah, and it's not great. So probably for agency, you're looking at a defensive tackle, which we haven't looked at that yet. But I'll work on that. You keep looking at the draft. So for me at 25, the big names I'm looking at are J.C. Horn at corner, and then maybe a guy like like uh, Zaven Collins out of, out of Tulsa at linebacker or um, – Maybe a Nick Bolton, a Jeremiah Wusu Koromoa, some guys like that. Like we said, a weak defensive tackle class, nothing great. Bry's looking up the um, the free agents, but yeah, right now I think I'm looking at a corner at the at the back half of the first round there. Okay, yeah, that could happen. That could absolutely happen. I wonder. Do you think J.C. Horn's the odd man out of those three in the first round? Probably, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's the one they'll be waiting around. So let, let, let's lay it out like this. So let's say you're on the clock at 25. Obviously, you had Trevor at one. Mm-hmm. You have J.C. Horn, we'll say Pat Frymouth, and we'll say Zaven Collins at linebacker. Who do you take there? Well, I might go Zaven Collins. Okay. Because I don't think in the second round, I don't see you finding a player of Zaven Collins caliber. Right. And then you're looking at Miles Jack, Joe Schobert, Zayvon Collins, which is not a bad uh, linebacking core at all. No. no. That'll, that'll it's actually pretty good. Yeah, that'll work. I like that. So do you have the defensive tackle for agency class? Yeah, I got bad news. Uh, <laughs> it's not great. Uh, the interesting names that stand out to me are um, Sheldon Rankins from New Orleans. They, they don't have cap. Mm-hmm. So I think that he may be a cap casualty. Uh, they won't be able to sign. Um, I'm looking at Delvin Tomlinson from the Giants. Hard to tell what they – he was a hot name when it came to, like, trades this year as a trade yeah, deadline a big, was come out. Big uh, run stuffer. Yep. And he this would be, a, um, I believe, only his second contract for him. So second contract for him. I believe second contract for Sheldon Rankins. And then you've got a couple of – uh, older guys um, like Indomitian soon, which doesn't excite me. So if, if I was um, the Jaguars, I'd be leaning towards Delvin Tomlinson because he's a nice uh, guy to eat up the, the space eater. And um, I like the idea of Sheldon Rankins, who is more of the yeah. penetrating type. So I don't know if you get both of them, maybe. Like you, you're talking about $80 million. It can go a long way, man. So... Let's say they're able to address tackle free agency. So that's not even an option in the second round. So now we're into the second round, and you said they have pick, oh, it's um, 33 because it's the start yep. of the second. Um, we're forgetting about – they also have uh, C.J. Henderson as well too. Yeah. That corner, we kind of forgot about him. We don't like him, that's why. Yeah. But, but he didn't play bad. He really didn't. He didn't. No. He did so let me see it. their corners here. So you're looking at C.J. Henderson, um, Trey Herndon, Chris Claybrooks. Oh, good Lord. 
Yeah, they yeah they need a yeah. Mm-hmm. I, corner is an they have to leave this draft with at least a corner or two. They have to. And then the second round, I'm looking at Eric Stokes, out of Georgia. Yeah. Oof. They play so different. Henderson's more of the challenger at the line of scrimmage. Mm-hmm. And then you, you, you dare not uh, <laughs> you dare not try that with Stokes, I don't think. Because he's not the athlete. But maybe. maybe. Yeah, he's not very fast. No. Yeah, no, he's... No. Okay. Do you give Sean Wade a shot? Wow, he dropped down TDN's ranking so bad. Yeah. He's officially one, two, three, four, CB8. Mm-hmm. Dang. Mm-hmm. Let me guess. Uh, where's Ambry Thomas in Michigan? He's probably pretty close to that. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's not. Maybe they don't. I like don't him. even see him on this list. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> oh, there he is. 184. Okay, so we're still working on – we haven't done anything with the offensive line, right? So I'm looking at their offensive line. It's not It's not the worst offensive line. No. So you're looking at Cam Robinson at left tackle. That's fine. Jawan Taylor at right tackle. That's good. Yeah. Andrew Norwell is a good player. Tyler Shatley, we, you can improve. And then uh, A.J. can – at right guard. Yeah, Something in center and right guard are your are your big needs right there. Okay. The free agents are intriguing. Actually, they could they could probably get this done in free agency. Uh Brandon Sheriff. That'd be nice. Uh Joe Thuney. Um, yep. John Feliciano. Hope he goes back to the Bills, but maybe yeah, not. Too. Mike Ayapati. Um, um, okay, and then it starts to drop off a little bit. But I mean, the top the top end is pretty good. This Lane interior Taylor. offensive lineman draft isn't it? It's not bad. You're looking at Elijah Vera Tucker, Wyatt Davis, Trey Smith, Landon Dickerson, Creed Humphrey. Right. So, oh, man. Probably right around, you know, end of first, second round guys, too. So, yeah. Yeah. Look at Wyatt Davis, an Ohio State guy. Well, right. That's the same. They didn't change the system. That's the same. A mauler in the run game. Yeah. Wonder where he goes because he got banged up. He did. Okay. So, good options there. Um, but you said you wanted an ad. You wanted an ad a playmaker. I do. You work on the draft once again, and I'm gonna try and find a free agent playmaker, which is a lot harder to do. I'm well, gonna I'm thinking, look. I'm looking at wideout. Okay. Well, for the Jags, I'm thinking tight end. So let me go through right now. They're skill guys. So James Robinson in the backfield. Along with um, Daria Agumbawale is the back backup. Looking at DJ Chark, Lavisca Chanel, Keelan Cole. Those are some good names there. 
Uh, Chris Conley kind of showed up. Colin Johnson, a third or fourth round guy last year. Um, and then at tight end, it's a, just a brutal tight end. When we're looking at Tyler Eifert, James O'Shaughnessy, Eric Saubert, and Tyler Davis. Just really bad. I mean, Tyler Eifert is washed up, man. I was once a good player, but injuries kind of derailed him. Right. So, yeah, I'm, I'm looking at tight end, man. So I'm looking at Pat Fryermouth, Brevin Jordan, guy like that in the second round. Pat Fryermouth would be my favorite. Good blend of, you know, run blocking, pass catching guy. Well, they, they leave tight ends in at Ohio State. They left tight ends in line a lot. A lot, a lot. What about a guy like Kadarius Tony? Well, talk about a playmaker. That's a playmaker. So they've got LaVisca Chenault. And DJ Chark. How about a guy that can just take the top off of defense? Yeah. You can think that way, or you can also think possession. Do they have a true, true possession guy? LaVisca's think- not a he's not a he's not a possession guy. But Chark? You don't think Chark, Chark should be that guy? Well, I'm I am getting higher on Chark. I would like to see if arguably better quarterback play should lead to more reliable production from Chark, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you're you're hoping for that kind of a trade off. Hmm. So maybe like a Rondell Moore or a Mon, uh, maybe not Rondell Moore, maybe a Mon Ross St. Brown. Yeah, that'd be pretty baller. Yeah, yeah, and you and, and you're talking about Mon St. Brown. I mean, you, they're gonna be the first pick in the third round. I mean, they could easily snag a guy like that. Do they have two second round picks? That I don't know. They might. I think they do. So, yeah, so for those that don't know, Monroe St. Brown, he's the junior out of USC. He's 6'1", 195, was actually a five-star high school recruit. So, big hype coming in and um, had a pretty good season this year to back it up. So Yeah. Yeah, definitely just didn't disappoint. Didn't drop off at all. And, yeah. Okay. Brother to Equinemius St. Brown. That's right. Might be better than him. Mm-hmm. Uh, boy. Yeah, I'm starting to think back on Kadarius Tony because he's probably more of a slot guy, and I think LaVisca Chenault fits that slot role pretty good. I don't know. That's just me. Yeah. Just because of all, like, he can run a ton of different routes, which I don't know. We can put him outside too. Well, I was looking at the free agency for wide receivers, and a name that stuck out to me was um. Let me pull back up here. Curtis Samuel. Okay. Curtis Samuel is very intriguing to me when you think about putting him into that offense of an Urban Meyer mind. Right. He'll figure out a way of getting that guy involved with the screen game and end rounds and things like that. Uh, an, another name, um, maybe you pay a little bit more for him, but um, Sammy Watkins is going to be available. And I think that's the nice blend of, you know, 
not top end speed like a true blazer, but he's a field stretcher for sure. He's definitely got, you know, decent enough hands and can run a lot of routes. It's just health. But when you're talking about potentially your third wide receiver, I, I think that's something that you don't have to worry about as much. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I feel like he would move right up into number two receiver and take some of that pressure off of um, Visca right off the bat. So, yeah, I like that. I mean, that that way you can use Visca in a whole bunch of different type of roles. So, Mm -hmm. Keely Cole is a free agent. Do you think they resign him? They might. He he kind of picked up this year, but I don't know how much he's going to want. It's a very thin free agent class. Alan Robinson's so, going to make bank. And then after yeah. that, I'm trying to think who the next best player is. Like legitimately, who's the next best player? I guess just based on production-wise, it's Will Fuller. On the free agents this year? Mm-hmm. Let me, let me just roll through them real fast. I was gonna say, isn't like Kenny Galladay, Juju, all these guys, Chris Godwin. A.J. Green, Allen Robinson, T.Y. Hilton, Larry Fitzgerald, Sammy Watkins, Marvin Jones, Rashad Perriman, Corey Davis, Willie Sneed, Cordell per- uh, Cordero Patterson, Danny Mandola, John, John Ross, ooh, John Ross, uh, Keelan Cole, Kendrick Bourne, Will Fuller, Andre Roberts, <laughs> Chris Conley. Yeah, I felt like, like Kenny Galladay is a free agent this year. I think these. This is all. This is an alphabetical. I don't know. How, I'm going off a of spot track, and I don't. He. It's not like they have him ranked. Hmm. Kenny Galladay. Yep. There you go. Yep. So maybe, but I bet he comes back. You could. You never know. That. Yeah. It's hard to predict the lines right now. Okay. Wow. The, the Jaguars have three free agent wide receivers because D.D. Westbrook is up, too. <laughs> yep. They got to rebuild. We thought they were they set, and, and yet we're looking at this like, no, no, They, I think they have to take a wide receiver in this draft, even if they don't even if they don't take one in free agency. I think they have to, they have to draft one at some point. This is the right class to do it, and you don't have to do it in the first two rounds. I think you can still get a quality starter in the third round. Yeah. Okay. So, cool. That's interesting. All right. So we've addressed interior linemen. We've addressed um, wide receivers. We've addressed cornerbacks. Uh, draft network. What are, What are the other needs that they say they have? Ooh, the tight ends. That's what I should look at free agency. Because they are in good position in the draft to take them, but I don't think they'll be in great position to sign one in the, as a free agent. If I had to According guess. to the draft network, team needs go as follows. Okay. Quarterback, tight end, tackle, corner, safety, edge, wide receiver, running back, interior defensive line, wide receiver again, interior offensive line. Okay. I'm with them. I'm not disagreeing with anything like that. Okay, here are the names that stand out to me for the tight end free agency. Hunter Henry is by far the number one. Yep. 
after that. It's Eifert and Croft, Jacob Hollister, and then I would say, let's see, Gerald Everett, and there's Trey Burton, and Johnu Smith. I was going to say, John Johnu Smith is probably number two. I, I would like to see Johnu Smith go to the Jaguars. I yeah. think you get a nice balance between his run blocking, pass blocking, and playmaking. You should get a really good athlete. Yeah, absolutely. Really fast, um, more of a wide receiver than a tight end kind of guy. You know, kind of like a a decaf Darren Waller, if you will. <laughs> not as freaky as Darren Waller, though. No. No, not as freaky as Darren Waller. Not at all. Okay. I like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So... Do we want to talk any more about the Jags? They're, uh, I mean, it, this is the first run through, and there's so much undecided that anything else would be just spinning wheels kind of deal, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So if we're going to spin wheels, let's spin it on a team that hasn't been able to get off the ground in who knows how long. Actually, we do. Uh, it's been since the butt fumble. Let's talk about the Jets. I like that. Let's let's talk about that. J E T S Jets Jets Jets. So, yep. Team. Oh, go ahead. We, uh, talk, talk about head coach and all that. If you want. Right, right, right. So, unfortunately, for anyone that plays in the AFC East and anyone in the AFC and anyone that enjoys really goofy, odd, um, out of <laughs> completely. Uh, n- not up to caliber coaches. Adam Gase is gone. Sorry, guys. Adam Gase is gone, and they have replaced yep. him with Rob- Robert Saleh. Robert Saleh from the 49ers. Salah. Salah. We got it confirmed. Robert Robert Saleh, yep. But the last, it's S-A-L-E-H, so I always want to say Saleh, but okay. I'll go with Salah. You're probably right. So Robert Saleh was the 49ers defensive coordinator, and he built if, that defense. If I'm a Jets fan, I love that. I mean, look at the like look at how good these San Francisco 49er like defenses have been the past two years. And it's all because of him. Like he draws he was drawing up great schemes, brought him to the Super Bowl. I mean, you gotta think this defense carried that offense for the most part. Jimmy Garoppolo did not take them there. If anything, it was the run game. But um, yeah, Robert Sala just seems like a really big time culture guy, and I don't know. I feel like he's going to be um, a, a really good head coach in the league for years to come. I mean, the AFC East is starting to get like some big name coaches, and the Pats are about to be left in the dust. Yeah, yeah. I think Flores is really starting to come up. Sean McDermott's. Uh, they're both coach of the year candidates, sure. and then obviously the hoodie. And now Robert Sala. So, mm-hmm. yeah, um, a lot of decisions to be made with the Jets. A lot of decisions to be made. They have draft picks, thanks they to do. trading away Jamal Adams and trading away Leonard Williams for like a, a third. I don't even remember. Not a lot. Not a lot. Not a lot. Um. So they're picking second in a in a class that we like the quarterback for. But we like 
Sam Darnold before he was a Jet. At least I did. Is he yeah. salvageable? That's the first thing I want to talk about. Is Sam Darnold salvageable? I think so. He's only what? twenty? Is he 22 or 23? I think he's 23. I think so. I mean, I yeah, I think so. I mean, let's look at um, Devontae Parker. He's away from Adam Gase. Great player. Um, who else? So guys that left Miami when Kenyon Adam Gase Drake. was there. Kenyon Drake produced without Adam Gase. I'm, yeah, I, I, I think Sam Darnold's fine. If he's under the right coaching staff, surrounded by the right weapons, I think Sam Darnold can flourish. I mean, we've seen flashes before. Um, yeah, man, I, I, yeah, I think Sam Darnold will be fine. Yep. I would like to agree with you. I have no reason not to right now. Uh, we don't know who the OC is going to be yet. Uh, so yet to be determined what, what kind of offensive mind uh, Salah is going to be able to bring in there with him. I wonder if he, hmm, I wonder if he likes Shanahan's style of offense, or do you think he's going to look at what's winning in the league and go, I want that. I, I want down the field. I want attacking. I want what's winning in the NFL, which is harder right. to do because it's, it's hard to imagine Sam Darnold going from what he's been to, you know, an Aaron Rodgers, a Patrick Mahomes, a, even a Josh Allen. You know, Jets fans probably don't want to hear that, seeing as they're the same draft class, but it's 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 100% true right now. Yeah. Sam Darnold cannot make the same throws that Josh Allen can right now. It's facts. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, I don't know, man. I, I think they're going to want to be a little bit more of a d- downfield offense. I mean, Sam Darnold has a good enough arm. He, I think, I think Sam Darnold can make all the throws. I mean, that's what everyone was saying when he was coming out of USC. At one point, he was a lot of people thought he was the consensus number one. Yeah. I mean, Sam Darnold can make all the throws. He's got, he's sneaky athletic. We saw on that, what do you have, like a 75 yard touchdown run or something like that? Mm-hmm. We saw. I mean, the guy is sneaky athletic. I think they can run that modern offense. Yeah. It's just I, they need the weapons around him. I mean, yeah. right off the bat, I'm looking, running back needs to be addressed. I think it wouldn't hurt to add another receiver. I mean, Jameson Crowder is a really good player. Denzel Mims it seems promising. But, I mean, at running back, you're looking at Ty Johnson, Josh Adams, and LaMichael Pirine, who was a second or third round guy. He's not, he's not a. a number one running back right now. No, 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 no. No. So it's it's either right now you dump the whole thing and start completely over, which I don't think Sala wants that. I mean Sala's already going to a better quarterback. Sorry, Jimmy G, but <laughs> but um yeah. yeah. Surround Sam Darnold with um with talent and and see what happens. Yeah. I think um he he, he was too high of a pick to just dump it out right now. Do you think they think that it's hard? It's hard to predict that right now. It's hard for them to predict that they would just say, "No, we're putting more into the offense around Sam, and we're gonna we're gonna reinvest." Because Bet you that the locker room believes that. You think so? I wonder how he, so. he's judging there. Yeah, I mean, I mean like well, you got to think. I mean, he stuck with them through two, two or one and fifteen or two. And, what what the hell did they go two and fourteen? Yeah. 
I mean, yeah, Sam, I mean, Sam's missed some time, so it's not always on him. Right. Okay. So let, let's get into the picks then. So obviously they're picking second, and they are also picking 23rd in the first round, thanks to the Sam, um, Josh Adams trade. Josh Adams? What did I just say? Jamal Adams. <laughs> yes, there you go. Who's who is Josh Adams? Um Yeah, so we've we've talked about it before with the Jets. They have three options. Say, okay, Sammy, thanks for the three years. See you later. Zach Wilson, Justin Fields, take your pick. Yeah. Number two, they stick with Sam Darnold. And they take the best player on the board that's left, Penny Sewell. Or three, they still stick with Sam Darnold, or they tra- or who knows? I think that the I, third option, they still stick with Sam Darnold, train back, trade back, go quantity over quality. Which the latter doesn't sound too bad. Yeah. Because they need help. That that whole defense needs help, maybe minus two players. I'm looking at Bryce Hall and Marcus May. And Quinn and Williams, so th- three guys. Okay. So in the trade back scenario where they keep Sam Darnold, they can move from the second pick to the eighth pick, which is, that's the first team I identified as a, a heavy quarterback needy team, the Carolina Panthers, mm-hmm. because the teams in, bef- in front of them are the Lions, which – Sure, if they move on from if they move on from Stafford, sure. But if they don't, then no. Um, so we'll say seven, eight right now. Yeah. Nine. Yeah, Denver's probably be twelve mm-hmm. and fifteen. Yeah. So eight will get you the uh, the least, and fifteen will get you the most as far as draft compensation. But you don't want to move too far. You don't want to move too far. Right. I think the eight spot with Carolina staying in the top 10, you'll probably, so first you'll swap first. You will um, probably pick up another first. I no really doubt. do. Yes. I really do think Carolina will have to trade their 2020, 2022 first round draft pick. I'm with you. Yep. And I think they'll have to give up a second. And I think they'll probably have to give up maybe they would accept like a fourth. Which yeah. if I'm Carolina, that's not that bad. It's really not. No, yeah, for sure. So let's say they do that. Can so, do you know how much money they have in cap space? Uh there are I think I believe they are a top ten team. I don't have it right in front of me. I'll okay. go search for it right now. So let's start there then. If they want to surround him with weapons uh-huh. And I, which I think should be number one priority. And if they don't want to use a draft pick for that, because I mean, I could see in the draft, I could see them going with like a Patrick Sertan, completely like flip around everything on that defense. But you know, we we said it. You know, they got guys like Kenny Galladay. Um, I know, I know, Juju is a guy. Um, Will Fuller. Who who was the other big name? Allen Robinson. Allen Robinson. Yeah. I mean. Those are some big names. Those are some big talent. And I think that they feel out the waters on 
I'm one of those guys. I really do. And um, ju- just to give Sam Darnold a true number one alpha receiver, like we said, Jameson Crowder's a nice piece. Denzel Mims is a project player right now. And then I think that gives them the freedom to really take the best defensive player left on the board in the first round. Yep. Uh, so allocated to year 2021, uh, they have a hundred and twenty three million and change. So depending on where they're they're looking at one hundred and eighty million dollars, give or take, at the next cap for 2021. So you're talking about uh, close to sixty million. So not necessarily Jaguars with eighty, but good, pretty damn close. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, no doubt. I mean, I think with that, they should totally attack one of those, you know, stud receivers. I'm thinking Al Robinson, Kenny Galladay doesn't resign. I'm thinking those are the top two. Those are the cream of the crop right there. And then let's say they don't go that route. Um, you said the, the corner free agency draft isn't great. Maybe they opt for a Patrick Peterson instead, an aging guy, and they get a developmental corner later on. Then you're looking at, I mean, Jamar Chase, Devonta Smith, Jalen Waddle, you're looking at some really big time names there at eight. Probably more J- Jalen Waddle. I think Devonta Smith and Jamar Chase are going to be taken before that, more than likely. But, but yeah, I mean, or even a Kyle Pitts, so you're looking at some really, really big time talent at number eight. Yeah. Do we judge? So we were, if they stayed at two and took a quarterback, the next team, the uh, Dolphins would take Penny Sewell out of Oregon. Um, I think they have to. Do you think that is a a blue chip player, a big enough name, a once in a generation kind of player that you don't trade away from? I wonder how they view that because I'm almost there. I'm not a hundred percent there because you're not Quentin Nelson level yet. <laughs> no, but I mean, you, you we saw how they nailed you know the left tackle pick last year. Makai Becton looks great, yeah. So then you go ahead and you you take Penny Sewell and you put him at right tackle, and dude, all of a sudden. <laughs> I mean, what? This is probably the next best tackle since what? Tunsil? Supposedly. And yeah. without the gas mask, Tunsil's number one overall pick that year. Well, yeah. no, probably not, but yes, probably. And he fetched still, mul- so. multiple draft picks, including a first. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I mean, I guess it depends, like, if they feel if they would want to put Sewell at right tackle, which, I mean, or do you move Makai Becton over to right tackle? I don't think you do. No. But you probably don't do that then. Right. You probably don't. We're playing Madden. That's what that is right there. I'm looking at that, and I'm like, yeah. you could build one of the best offensive lines ever. Nah. Mm-hmm. So I actually Googled the exact cap space, and it's seventy million six hundred eighty-eight thousand seven hundred and six. Right. Yeah. That that leads me to believe that they will pay one of these big-time receivers in free agency. I really do. I like Especially Alan, if they are sticking with Sam Darnold. I like Allen Robinson for that. Absolutely. Yeah. I really do. Absolutely. So you got a Blazer and Mims. You got a really good slot guy in Crowder. A really good slot guy. Yeah. And then you're looking at you. you, They need a tight end, bad. So then I guess it would be something like a. Actually, I really don't know if Patrick Sertan will be there. Maybe maybe Caleb Farley. Match up uh, Bryce Hall back with his boy. Oh, you know Bryce Hall went to Tech, didn't he? 
we're looking at Wait, we're no. looking we're looking at pick eight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if they trade back to pick eight, um, one of those cornerbacks should be there. Cornerbacks don't normally fall off the board that fast, especially not these no. cornerbacks. As as good as Patrick Sertain has played, um, you have to be something really special to go. I mean, Denzel Ward did did the Browns took him top five, right? Yeah, yeah. So I guess the the debate would be, you know, a Sertan or if Car- or Caleb Farley, or do they go a Quiddy Pay or a Rousseau? You know, they have nothing at D line. The edge ain't great. Damn, man. Oh, Jaguar. except for except that's... for Quinn Williams, that's really it. Yeah. Yeah. Wait. They have to. No, wait. Didn't they trade Quinnen Williams? Nope. They still have Quinnen. Who did they? Oh, they trade Leonard Williams. Leonard Williams. Leonard. Leonard and then um, at corner right now, they have Bless Austin and Bryce Hall. I think Bryce Hall is a good player. Sure. So, um, he didn't get to start the year because he was still coming off the foot injury, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I still think of a Caleb Farley or Sertan's on the board. I'm taking him over a Sertan or a or a, over a Quiddy Pay or Russo. Yeah. Yep. I'm with you. I'm with you. Man, at eight, they really could. At eight, they could get just a difference making cornerback, a difference making pass rusher, a difference making linebacker. They could be the first. They could take Micah Parsons at pick. Then what about like a, maybe like a Joseph Asai or something? Yeah. After that. Yeah. Or um, Aziz Ojolari, Jalen Phillips, any of those guys. Yeah. Carlos Basham. I think Car- Carlos Basham sounds like a Jet name. I don't know. That's just me. <laughs> but not in the first round. But, yeah, maybe like a Joseph Osai. I mean, Gregory Rousseau is sliding down the TDM board. He's at 26 right now, so he could be a possibility there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I think the the top talent com- at corner compared to the top da- talent at edge corner outweighs it, I think. I agree with you. So, yeah. Especially when you consider what what happens in the second round, and and the yeah. the drop off you start to see. Okay. And free agency, I could see them totally paying one of these tight ends. I could see them paying Hunter Henry or Gerald Everett. You know what I mean? They that maybe they pay John New Smith. Is the Chris Herndon experience over? Did it ever start? <laughs> Not really. No. It. I'd never heard a tight end get more hype than that guy. He did get hype. Okay. So we think that they are in a good place um, with cornerback. We think they're in a good place when it comes to wide receiver or tight end or best available linebacker slash edge rusher. But what if... At pick twenty-three, the the third and or fourth quarterback somehow, some way, is still there. Is Sam Darnold secure enough that you sit tight? That you remember now, we, we traded back from eight, so we just secured more draft picks. There there is additional picks. There's maybe another second or third or fourth or whatever. So you know that 
at some point later on in the draft, you're, you're going to be able to double down. You'll be able to move up where other teams won't. You'll, you'll have more draft capital to go and get a guy that mm-hmm. you think is, has slipped where other teams will be stuck. So at the 23 spot, I think that's where you start looking at your Zach Wilsons. You start looking at your Trey Lances if they're still there. Right. I'm thinking more like Kyle Trask because I really don't think – I think Zach Wilson, Justin Fields, and Trey Lance, I think they'll go in the top 15. Okay. They might. Yeah, they might. I mean, we but already – I mean, at, at that point, instead of I, – I think I'm looking at like a Jamie Newman in the third or fourth round. I really, I mean, but that's just that, – that's just a prayer. Yeah, yeah that's, that, prayer. that's any draft pick name. Yeah. So. Okay. I don't know what to do to do with this twenty three, um, but they they got to get a, a difference maker. Um, I'm weighing what I think is the best value position with pick twenty three. It it might be the interior guards. It might be. Uh, it could be a right tackle. It might be. I was thinking. Yeah. Okay. How about a Leatherwood? Leatherwood. You're looking at Jalen Mayfield, Christian Darrisaw, Slater, Sam. Oh, there Cosme. we go. Yeah, there we go. A ton of big names. Okay. And then if you want to go interior, you know, Elijah Vera Tucker, Wyatt Davis. Mm-hmm. Um, what's um what's the Oklahoma kid's name? Creed Humphrey. Creed Humphrey. Yep. yep. So not not everything's all doom and gloom jets fans i mean no they have a lot of capital so a lot of capital you have you have you have everything that you could possibly want for a fresh start and which is what you're getting so you got you're you're gonna have a new gm you got the new coach you you're gonna have new coordinators you're gonna go out you're gonna probably get i still think they're gonna take a quarterback it's hard to say that they won't because normally those yeah i mean guys they very well could take a quarterback at at two still they really could they could fall in love with zach wilson and take zach wilson i you you really never, never know guys deshaun watson is still an option too you can't forget about him yeah i mean so i just found the, the odds the betting odds for deshaun watson um as of right now let it load hold on so let me read off the odds plus 110 or minus 110 texans plus 400 jets plus 600 Dolphins. I forget the number. So it goes Texans, Jets, Dolphins, Niners, Panthers, Broncos, Patriots. Those are the betting favorites right now on where Deshaun Watson will land. I, pa- and Texans are the favorite, obviously. Pa- uh, and then J- Jets are the next the, one. Well, the Patriots do not have the capital that other teams do. Right. They can't pay him. Now the they Jets have the capital. And they, and they can't. They don't want the draft picks to trade. The, to now the Jets and Dolphins, they have the ammo to go and get him. Yep. They absolutely do. I talked about it on a two point episode. Remember that? I said, what? I said, hypothetically, imagine this Dolphins trade Tua and a pick. The Dolphins trade Tua and um, a first for Deshaun Watson right there. And now that's. Think about it. Houston would be so dumb to take that little of a trade. But I get it. I get it because you're thinking, well, he was thinking in the first round, but it's like. You know what Deshaun is. We know Deshaun doesn't want to be there, so you have to no, tend right. to Deshaun. Tend, tend to Deshaun. 
technically of what I heard is he actually hasn't formally asked, nor has his agent formally asked for right. a trade. He's just pissed. Yeah. And he should be. He's, he's been, he's his first five years are gone, wasted. In I mean, this, I mean, fantasy, this, some people might believe this has nothing to do with it, but in the fantasy football in the past three seasons, he's been the number five quarterback the past three seasons. The guy produces with a, a lackluster team around him this year. And even even minus DeAndre Hopkins, they still had a lackluster team the year before that. Yeah. Yeah. He can the dude has it. never had an offensive line his whole career. However. Yeah. So. I mean, if, if you're a new time coach, man, it, it, swing for the fences. You Sam Darnold and two first round picks and two second round picks. How's that? I think Joe Douglas isn't scared to do it either. No, no, because you're still leaving yourself with those middle round picks that build the real foundation of a team. All right, dude. But at the same time, like talking about the Dolphins, I can't picture Brian Flores doing that to Tua. I don't know. Brian Flores just seems like too nice of a guy to do that. I don't know. Like, like he would feel dirty or something. Well, and I also think that he comes from the idea with the Patriots of it's more than just one man. Like that's right, such exactly. a, a Patriots like mantra of just it's more than just one man. It's like yeah, but that one man's like really important, like super duper important. You know the Bills. Yeah. The Bills have had, had good good teams and defense and pretty decent offenses, but they never had the quarterback. <laughs> now look where they are. Right. Now look where they are. So yeah, it's tough. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna start getting interesting here. Like I said, we're really staring at like five weeks until we really start seeing some serious dominoes fall. Obviously, the coaching staffs are gonna st- start getting put together for these teams. We're gonna start getting an idea of schematically of what they're really gonna be talking about when. Uh, so the, you know, you're gonna get a, a better mindset of who they'll be targeting in free agency and who they obviously would be staying away for uh, away from in free agency and or in the draft. So all that stuff is really interesting. And this is just, just we're scratching the surface. This is just us getting that first, you know, stab at look, let's look at how to fix these supposedly really bad teams. Here's the best part. I don't think Jacksonville's that bad. There's something. It might not be. They're not that bad. I view the Jets as a way worse team than Jacksonville. Jacksonville just obviously quarterback, but like they've got wide receivers. We've already said they've got running backs. They've got some pieces on offensive line. Hell, they even got some pieces on the defense. They're not not all of them are great, but they got they got some. Yeah, you know, Jets don't have anything. Jets, Jets right now have a, a left tackle. <laughs> that's it. That's the a only left guy. And Quinnen. That's it. And Quinnen. Yeah. When when he shows up to uh, you know um, the offseason workouts in shape, actually, instead of uh, slob right. <laughs> like he did the previous years. Yeah. So. so it should be interesting pretty soon. Yep. Good stuff. We're gonna enjoy this. Uh, so I. As you can tell, like we already said, we're picks one and two we just did this week. I think next week we'll just go ahead and we'll just do a three, four. We'll, we'll just keep moving down the line. 
And uh, it sound like those numbers go in order. <laughs> if we if we can remember back to our kindergarten days, yeah, one, one two, two, carry the th- okay, three, and then um, the 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 four. Yep. Right. And it looks like this when you when you put all your fingers down, that's a four. Yeah. I guess. Yes, that 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 is a symbol the Jets and Jaguars fans saw a lot this season. Fourth down, so. <laughs> fourth down. So we are here for you, you hurting Jets and Jaguars fans. We're gonna we're gonna you know help you cry through this. You know it's not fun. We've been there. Maybe not pick one. In fact, the Bills haven't had a first pick, um, the first overall pick since Bruce Smith, and they got that one hundred percent correct. So they nailed it. Yep. And I, I'm pretty sure the Jaguars will nail it with Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields. What? Mm. There's a part of me that thinks, like, maybe Urban Meyer. Nah, he won't. He won't. Can Never he? Never know. I don't know. Interesting. The hire is interesting and lots of pieces still to fall. So You got to uh, think, Sam Darnold was the number one pick up until the night of the draft pretty much, and then boom, Baker Mayfield. Baker but Mayfield. Trevor, we're, we're talking about Trevor Lawrence here. This We're not talking about Sam Darnold and Baker Mayfield. So. No. Uh, but what do we want to talk about with the processors, right? Where should they go? What should they do? Oh, I, oh, I know what they should do. If you enjoyed the show, subscribe, rate, leave us a review. Um, check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. That's where you'll find us. So yeah. Join in the conversation. Ask us questions. Ask us stuff. Yeah. Challenge us. Tell us, tell us what we thought, what you thought was a terrible take. I like that. I like when people come like, what? Why would you, why would they possibly think about keeping Sam Darnold? You guys are dumb. And we'd be like, yeah, we are. But hey, we, we're the ones with the mics. So we say words. And sometimes those words are really dumb. And I'm okay yeah. with that. Words are dumb. Yeah, words are dumb. For, screw words. <laughs> Screw words. Give us more numbers. Yeah. Give, us, give, give us 40 times. We like that. Give us arm lengths and inches. Heck, give, give them the me and, and the metric. I don't even care. <laughs> I don't know. Metric All right. Systems, don't ask me. Yeah, yeah. Good idea, right? We better get out of here. Yeah, we're starting to, we're starting to ramble here. Yep, here we go. So uh, thanks for listening once again, all you processors, all you college football fans, all you NFL draft fans. We will be back next week to bring another installment of Fixing These Bad Teams. I can't wait to do it. Enjoy the playoffs this weekend. Ryan and I are going to be losing our minds we are our hearts are going to be pounding out of our chests and our stomachs are going to be in knots like serious like i'm going to have to have 911 ready on speed dial yeah no doubt yeah so uh until next time keep on processing that process go bills go bills do you trust the process the process
grocery shopping day. <laughs> oh, hello, Mr. Cashier. Hello, Mrs. Card Pusher. Hello. How are you doing today? Let's see what the old wife put on the uh, the shopping list today. Let's see what. Um, let's see. Number one, we got a uh, Chris Hemsworth. Oh, that doesn't seem right. I don't. I don't think that was, they sell those here. Uh, must be some kind of mistake. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, Chris Evans. Oh boy. This is her celebrity crush list. Awkward. Don't be like this, husband and wife. There's only one place where a list like that belongs, and that's the Eat Sleep List podcast. You can hear us every Friday on BICBP-radio.com, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify.